Well, do you know what this one means? Oh, it's probably something swearing. You know, they like to do the shortcuts when they're when they're swearing and cursing. Oh, okay. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we talk about you online and your digital fluency. I'll see you then. Since when couldn't I understand a few lines of text as somebody sent me a message? There were AKs and FFSs and JKSs and all of this. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? That's when it hit me. Yep. The swift the swift <laughs> the wisdom smack came swiftly. And I realized I had to up my game. You see, it was time for me to start to learn a new language and a new way of life, and that was to become even more digitally fluid. Yes, that's actually a thing, by the way. To be digitally fluid is to be a person who is able to keep up with the times using the medium of digital means, online, internet, social media, and all of those things that are out there in the ether sphere, if you will. Yeah. And I I was just, I was floored because I, I think I'm pretty savvy. I'm online every day. I make my living, you know, being online, but that still wasn't enough. I had to keep up with so many different things that I hadn't considered. So I made some notes and I was like, you know what? If I'm going through this, then maybe somebody else is going through it because it's not necessarily by based on age anymore. Nope, sure isn't. It is based on, uh, remember I talked about in another segment uh, about your AQ, your adaptability quotient? Yeah. Well, now being you online means that you have to own up to uh being able to move swiftly and adjust and almost have a preternatural understanding of where and when to move towards something. You got to up your digital fluency game. All right. So let me just tell you some of the things because I, I like I said, I got a long list and I don't know how long we're going to be able to talk about this today. All right. Let's start with the big one. Your phone prowess. How good are you on your phone? I currently know people who run entire businesses just from their phone. Now, I will admit, I still love my laptop. I am not ready to let my laptop go. No, I am not. I'm just not. I'm not there yet. Some people are like, oh, I haven't opened a laptop in years. And they do sometimes a lot of what I do. Yeah, I actually know people who type their books using a Bluetooth keyboard attached to their phone and an app in their phone. And they do it all by that. I I couldn't do it. But anyway, your phone prowess has got to be on point these days. You've got to keep up. These phones are becoming more and more uh, able to handle heavy workloads. They carry more computing power than uh, traditional laptops did only two years ago. Yeah. Um, And the price is going up. Um, Most... um, Smartphones today cost more than a decent uh, PC. Let's just be 
you know, real about it. Um, uh, you can get a good PC for about 800, 900 and most phones now about 1200. Yeah. Because you've got to keep up with things. You've got to keep up with not only things, but the speed and so much else. Now, okay. So we get, we get the whole phone prowess thing. So here's another big one. Let's talk about the new languages. Now, I've already talked a little bit in the A part about acronyms, um, but there is another sub-language that you have to kind of understand how to navigate as well, because you get this wrong and you will not understand about 90% of the conversation that's happening. And that is emoticons or emojis. You got to learn how to speak emoji. And emojis are like hieroglyphics. They contain a complete message, a complete tone or a mood of what someone is trying to say to you. Um, I had someone send me something and I thought they were being nice and they were actually being a little, you know, snotty about something. And I was like, I didn't know you could use that uh, secession of uh, emoticons to mean that. And yeah, so I actually had to up my game and go online and and, and learn uh, the multiple meanings of a single emotion, uh, emoticon, because I was like, okay, I've got to, I've got to understand what's happening here. And you would think that I am talking about people from different generations. No, I'm talking about people who, for whatever reason, don't realize that because they might be in a subsect of a group, they throw things around so fast that they um, abbreviate them. And whether they abbreviate them with acronyms or with a succession of emojis, sometimes they forget that just because I'm in this part of Twitter does not mean that it translates very well to this part part of uh, uh, Instagram or Facebook or where uh, or wherever else you might be having a conversation. And so I'm just going to say right now, you cannot be upset with me if I did not miss, if I did not understand your nuances, you should have just typed it out. <laughs> okay. But I digress because this is all about increasing our digital fluency. Okay. All right. So what I've learned with this whole emoji speak and the acronyms is that, you know, there is a, a return to symbols and code. And the thing with symbols and code, which has been and continues to be, is that these codes tend to le uh, lend themselves for exclusion, um, for secrecy, for uh, striation of peoples and groups. Uh, if you don't believe me, go on a platform called Twitch. Yes. And this is a platform dedicated to gamers where people can actually watch these gamers uh, as they go through games and show them shortcuts and all this. And don't really, I mean, I'm not saying don't look at the people in the live stream of the game, but please check out the chat. The chat, if you are not familiar with it, can be very daunting and it can look like they are talking about an uh, ongoing bad joke that you have no idea if it's about you or about someone else. Uh, within Twitch, they have their own emoticons, emojis of pictures. Like there's a picture of a dog. There's pictures of people who used to work for the company when it got started. And these pictures and dogs and things, they mean specific things that are known to this community. 
and they fly around real fast. Um, there are ways that they mess with people who are newbies and don't understand um, by the use of these emoticons, and they use abbreviations on top of that or acronyms, you know. And and it's fast and furious, and you're like, oh my gosh, I just wish I knew. So I like I said before, I took some time and started to learn that as well. And you know, when you get through with all of this, you feel like you should be getting somebody's degree or certificate or something for having conquered these new worlds out there at the tip of your finger when it comes to your phone, okay? So the next thing is, now, are you ready? Y'all, like I said before, just get ready. I'm about to tell you something. Now, maybe you knew about this, but I didn't know about this. All right. So in today's society, the sting has far been removed of uh, finding love and companionship on an app, so much so that there are new terms that have become prevalent where most people understand what they mean and they have seeped over from the online world to the in-person world. Um, terms like ghosting, hookups, yeah, those types of things uh, have uh, gotten their start online and have moved to offline. But there is a new thing that has started coming out within the uh, last few years, a, a couple of new things. Okay. So let me deal with the tamer one first. And if you have children, you know, just turn this down or put me in your headsets. Okay. All right. But keep this as clean as possible. All right. So the first one, innocent enough, it's called voice notes. And so what ends up happening is, is when people start to date and they want to make sure that the person is going to be compatible for them because they're really taking this seriously, they're now starting to employ voice notes. Now, voice notes are just as they are. You press the record button uh, in your chat and you record something and you send it. And then it is expected, the etiquette of this is that a a voicemail in kind, not voicemail, voice note, in kind is sent back to you. Now, these voice notes are not supposed to be long-winded. They're supposed to be succinct and encapsulate the mood, tone, and understanding of the conversation you're having. And these things can go back and forth between people. And people are now liking to use these uh, way more than texting because in a voice, you can hear compatibilities. You can hear how people put words together and if they're compatible with you. It's also helping a lot of um, females um, because that's who the article was targeted to. A lot of females weed out a lot of guys who can't have good or strong conversation. And then on the other side, they talk to men who, who think it's a nuisance, it's an invasion, and they're like, this is hard. And yeah, and so it's it's weeding out for the most part. A lot of people are saying it's weeding out a lot of inconsistencies of people who cannot communicate on a compatible level. All right, so here's the other one. I'm giving you for fair warning. Then there are boomerang nudies. And the way you do a boomerang nudie <laughs> is you take uh, Instagram, and uh, you go in, hopefully into a private place and you show something that you can't show in public and you hold your thing, your, your, your thumb, not thing, <laughs> you hold your thumb down and 
you do what you're going to do and um, for a few seconds and then release it. And then uh, the phone app on Instagram does something where it boomerangs it. So it comes back and forth in and out um, where you get close up and far back, close up and far back. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm like, this, the, these things, who would have thought? So anyway, so that's another one that's really popular right now. And like I said before, it is time for us to up our fluency. Yeah, we, we, we got to be on it. And so I'm helping you, my dear audience. And I'm not going to say you don't know these things, but I'm going to say that my mouth has been hanging open um, as I decided to go on this quest to uh, become more fluent in how to navigate uh, digital, my digital land, you know, me online. All right. All right. So with that, uh, there's also this side of uh, sexuality where we have the hookup apps and how the technology is now intertwined with your sexuality, uh, is intertwined with um, how you how, how you live and uh, do things. Uh, there are instant archives um, and apps that people can can use to capture um, moments, intimate moments of you. And uh, there is a whole new etiquette that is now rising up because of how digitally uh, open people have become in search and in quest for people that they want to have intimate relations with. Um, for a time there, revenge porn was really getting a foothold until legislation started coming down harsh on people who would do that. Um, but that's not to say that you don't still have to use uh, common sense and not be willing to just willy-nilly you know, do whatever. Now, you, of course, we've got the old standards that, and when I say old standards, I mean they, they five years or more of, you know, of your tenders, your bumbles, and all of these kinds of things. But now we have this uh, new entrant that has been global, but now you can uh, expand your dating pool uh, using WhatsApp. Now, WhatsApp and Facebook and Instagram are all owned by the same company, Facebook, right? And Facebook has this technology that makes it where you can do all the stuff I just talked about. You can send the voice notes on all three of those platforms. Um, you can send um, boomerangs, if you like, on all three. You would do the boomerang on Instagram, download it, and then upload it. Now, I don't know if it continues to do the boomerang on the other ones. I don't know, but they are supposedly where you, there's a way you can keep it as a gift or a gift, however you say that, and upload it on these different platforms. But now people are moving over in droves to WhatsApp and this other one uh, that is uh, um, encrypted called Signal. S-I-G-N-A-L. Yeah, y'all, I tell you, it's a lot. And I'm like I said, I have notes because I'm like, I want to make sure I get all of this out to you because it is very important that we all become more fluid in our understanding of what it means to be online, okay? All right, so then the next thing is, is how you understand what is, um, 
what is appropriate for which channels. Now, when I talk about this, I'm talking about various social media apps and uh, locations. So did you know that there are different tones and moods and, and ways you present things depending on where you are? Now, most people are familiar with uh, your uh, Instagrams, LinkedIn's, Twitters, um, and 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 Facebooks and stuff like that. But there are other uh, apps that are coming up and uh, taking over that you need to be aware of, like TikTok. At this particular time, TikTok is doing a lot, and um, TikTok is kind of like the the child of Vine. So where Vine was the six second videos where people did did funny things, TikTok is kind of the same. But in TikTok world, uh, the cornier and the funnier, the better. And uh, when I say cornier, uh, taking obscure music and doing something to it, maybe even pantomiming it or just doing something funny, like silly little things like tapping someone on the shoulder and when they turn around, you know, you're sad or something. I know you'd have to see it to believe it. Um, But what I'm saying is, is that now people are being judged on their understanding of, of the context of how to communicate on different apps and they continue to change. That's the thing. So for instance, Twitter, I'll be the first to say I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very respectful of Twitter and I'm very leery of Twitter because t- Twitter is a landmine. Twitter takes down long careers in a snap of a finger and nothing I mean, absolutely nothing is able to be undone once you do press the send button. Uh, I talked the other day uh, about the art of undoing and how to get down to the simple. Honey, I'm going to tell you now, when it comes to online presence, I don't really believe that there is a strong undo. I don't think the control Z or the command Z uh, has the effect that it does outside of online because it doesn't matter. It seems like no matter if you make a mistake and you do undo it, somebody is always there taking a picture of it. I, I just don't get it. So anyway, and let's not even talk about the waybackmachine.org, you know, where it captures and caches old websites that you were like, well, I thought I was being trendy. <laughs> no, just just no. All right. All right. So uh, let me go back and because I know I've talked a lot about, okay, being savvy with your phone, understanding emoji speak and acronyms, um, how to um, date online nowadays where it's now expected. uh, um, uh, I I don't think I made this clear, but um, texting is not as uh, uh, not not as premium as it used to be. Uh, people are moving towards voice notes as a way to pre-screen for if they're going to date. And then boomerang nude, boomerating, uh, boomeranging nudes is for people who have, I, I hope they have some kind of relationship with each other. So um, uh, sexting is not as big as the boomeranging. Okay. And then having to understand how you speak on these different platforms is a big deal as well. Okay. So um, 
The next part of this, and, I, and like I said, I, I know I'm reading from a list, but I, I kind of like was like, wisdom smack. This is a wisdom beatdown. Um, the, the next thing is, and this is really big, uh, it used to be clicktivism uh, as a, a form of activism. Well, now they have uh, these things called movements and coalitions online. Okay. You've probably seen them and didn't realize what you were looking at. So uh, a movement, let me just break those down because I was going to do a whole podcast on this. I was like, you know what? I'll come back to it because it has different meanings for different contexts. And so the context online is we're talking, I'm going to talk about it this way. And then it has a broader term when you take it out of just dealing with it online. Okay, let's deal with the movements first. Okay, so a movement is based on how you identify. It's based on the identity. It's kind of like a us versus them. And what a movement does is it uh, is all about future casting for a grand goal. And so when you have a movement, they have a specific goal they are working toward and they identify in kind with each other and they classify themselves as us versus them. Some of the most under um obvious ones are these teams. So um if you're your team Nikki or team Cardi <laughs> and your movement, your goal is to keep your artists with the top number one hits. Um they normally even have little names for them, like Mariah Carey's uh, team are called Lambs, and the Lambs have been responsible for making some of her uh, older music hit the top uh, 100 again. Uh, like there was a campaign they did um, a little while back to get uh, Glamour, Glimmer, Glitter, yeah, Glitter, her song Glitter, uh, into the top one so she could have all of the this like perfect record of uh however many uh, number one she had had because uh, they felt like glitter got a bad rap um and so that's a movement and i know i just talked about uh music music people but it it can be political social all of these things and okay so then we'll we'll talk about co- uh coalitions now coalitions are based on goals And those goals can be various, but the thing is, is normally they are temporary. Uh, You can look at it as the enemy of my enemy is my friend. (laughs) And uh, when you think about coalitions, it's people who have their own identities coming together for a common temporary goal. And that is to get something done. I hate to say it, but one of the biggest ones right now is what they would call cancel culture where they specifically go after a idea, a concept, um, sometimes a movement or a person to quote unquote cancel them, to stop them. So some of the things that uh, you see as coalitions at work are, um, um, let's see, mute someone like mute uh, R. Kelly or um, um, stop this person or that. And a lot of times coalitions, you'll find them through hashtags and uh, uh, ways that people can use keywords to find them and uh, include them in their own generated uh, ways of going about this. So for instance, um, movements, 
movements are such that they move together like a swarm or a hive behavior. They are your teams. They are your fans, your stands. That's another one. Stand instead of fan. Uh, you are past fanatical. <laughs> you, you are a super fan. That's what a stan is. And like I said, I hope I'm not being redundant, but y'all, it's kind of like now you got to go to school for this every month. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning of this segment where I talked about the adaptability quotient. Your AQ has really got to be up. And that brings me to that. Uh, The culture of gaming. There is a whole nother culture, you know, like the term GG good game when you've uh, had a game and understanding how this subculture moves within or online. Um, So you've got the gamers and in their particular movements, they tend to be all um, all about uh, observing. They're really big into observing what people do because they have been able to share their experiences. Uh, So in the gaming community, they like visuals. They like video, streaming. um, They like uh, documentation. And that has spilled over into the normal culture Uh, So this is a subculture affecting the normal culture where instead of teaching, uh, where it used to be um, teaching someone by just telling them something, no, they want to see you do it and they want to see you mess up. Uh, We've got uh, video uh, people who are gaining fame over uh, a short amount of time because they are just turning the camera on and taking people along for the ride as they discover how to do something. And so it's documentation over presentation. So that's another thing with if you're going to be online and you're upping your digital fluency. It's all about uh, digital documentation where people can observe what you're doing. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, and with the gamers, the gamers are driving the adaptability um, as part of that. And there's this book called Reality is Broken. It's a very good book. And it was written by a a leading researcher in the um, uh, not game theory, but how games affect people as a group. And so I'll put that one in the show notes as well. Um, so now I'm going to get to kind of like, as we, 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 um, get ready to finish this up, I'm going to get into a little bit of the morbid stuff. Uh, but bear with me, it's worth noting and knowing. Okay. And so there also are digital quote unquote deaths and murders that are happening on, um, online as well. And what I mean by that is there are ways of people truly canceling you out. Um, There are these underground hacking things where they dox you, D-O-X, meaning that they put all of your information, uh, your your physical information out online, where you live, your social security number, if you're in America, uh, your phone number, and all of these kinds of things. And so that is part of, quote unquote, uh, digital deaths. And then it gets worse where they have digital murders. Now, a digital murder, 
It is something that used to be fabled, but now it seems like it is actually happening. But this one is not mainstream and it is not normal. A digital murder is where someone uh, hacks in and erases or changes your life status to dead. And uh, most most people are not aware that this can happen. But the uh, in America, because I can only talk about the United States, but in the way our system is, they are still trying to play catch up to people trying uh, to undead themselves. Because once someone um, creates a death certificate for you and says you're dead and it's filed in um, some type of um, recognized agency, uh, your identification number, your social security number is... Um, uh, stopped and and so they never really needed to have protocols to bring people back to life digitally and it's causing a big problem in digital world and it's becoming more prevalent as people become uh, more strategic in their personal attacks on people. A lot of times when people are getting uh, into breaches, um, it may not be that they're trying to steal your identity. It could be they're just trying to annihilate you. There is this famous uh, person. His name is Frank Abagnale, and there was a movie about him uh, called Catch Me If You Can. And he has famously said that technology is made to spawn criminal activity. And he says that the more analog you are um, in today's society, the more impervious to attack you become. And so I hate that that is where I've got to leave this today because, yeah, my time is up and I thank you for yours. But I did want to put these things out there to help you Um, to let you know that these are wisdoms that you need to know about. Um, And so with that, I'm going to encourage you to take some time to go through these things and try to make sure that you're up um, on them so that you don't get caught unawares or do something that's outside of etiquette and draw the ire of people who are very savvy, who could cause you permanent or long-lasting damage to your career, your life, or even your health. All right. So this has been Michelle Spiva with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Uh, Thank you so much for your support and for listening. And of course, I'm going to see you tomorrow. And in the meantime and in between time, don't forget to rate, review, share and comment and use our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. And that does it for now. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. 
Bye.